We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we meet on today. Welcome back, Couchies, to the Couch Commentator. This is episode 65, Never Back Down. Never back I'm Jake down. Thomas, and I'm here with co-host Greg G. There he is. Hey, Greg. Hey, hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> or in, in the background, always commentating on our title, mm. Never Back Down. Greg came up with this one. Uh, Greg, why? Tell us why. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a review of Never Back yeah, Down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, look, I, I there was a lot of um really close games. Obviously, there's some one pointers in there. They were super exciting. That's how the the round finished off. Mm. That was the, really did. shone through for me in the end, uh, and can be seen as a metaphor for Broncos season. Mm. I want them to never back down. I want them to yeah. be there in September and October where the whips are cracking and still playing uh, at this level and better. They are a force. Nicely done. Well, that's what we're doing. We've tied it in once again. How do we do it? So it's going to be a round five chat. We're going to chug through all the games. We watched them all, or we were at least um, present for them semi, all. Because present watching on phones. present for them all. <laughs> and, yeah, we're going to wrap them all. Of course, Broncos chat will be wedged in there. Super coach, Greg. We versed each other. I know. So I wonder who won. I wonder. I sound happy and you don't. So it was me. Spoiler alert. But Supercoach, other sports and distractions will cap off the usual show. Let's get into it. Never back down. First game of round five was the Roosters versus the Eels. And Roosters came out on top. 28 nil, kind of a surprise, but not at the start of the game because Roosters were just like in cruise control, weren't they, Greg? Like Eels had nothing. They really came home in the end with two late tries. Yeah, you can say the Roosters definitely in cruise control. I agree with you, Jake. I don't. I also don't see this as too much of a surprise. The Roosters came off a bye again. They came up against the battle-hardened Eels, and that was only ever going to work if they got the ball, if they got the field position. Unfortunately, they had two Simbins in the first half, so they're up against 12 men for the first well 20 minutes of 40 minutes. The Roosters were allowed to be in cruise control. That's dictated the entire game for me. I was never shocked that the Parramatta Eels came back towards the end. I thought if the possession stats evened up, which they did, uh, then they were always going to get somewhat back in the game. Roosters way mm. too good though in the end. Yeah, really good. They look like they things were finally clicking for them. Certainly through and, the middle of the field. Yeah, but there was a bit of a hiccup. Uh, James Tedesco got knocked out Yeah, and uh, missed the rest of the game. Stand down. Yeah. And standing down, one mm. of the Joeys will play fullback. <laughs> clever, clever. Good answer <laughs> from Robbo. I think yeah. he is absolutely one of my favourite coaches. Just dead bad at it. Must, yep. One of the Joeys will play. <laughs> Kiri really enjoyed that joke as well. Yeah, he did. And Kiri had a great game, like two tries. Yeah, he was uh, excellent. Was the supporting player yep. through the middle. Yep. And that's where the game was won. And, and he Definitely. was there getting those balls and scoring tries. Just what a good halfback does, right? Like through the middle of the field, picking up the scraps. Uh, honestly, I think they're probably one of the only teams we actually couldn't tell who the halfback is and who the 5'8 is because it feels like Sam Walker and Kiri mm. really juggle that role between them quite well. I um, was very impressed with their, the Roosters forward pack. You know, this is a, a classic example of earning it through the mm. middle of the field before they decide to go wide. They got so many yep. threats out wide, and that's what happened. They just kept going through the through the middle, and they had them going backwards. Suwali so played a very good game, particularly mm. with all the crap he had to deal with through the week, and then gets thrown yeah. into the fullback position. And then goes fullback, yep. Very impressive from a young kid. So, yeah, well done. I've yeah, don't have too yeah. much else to say, Jake. I thought the Roosters were just too good, but Eels didn't get too much of an mm. opportunity. No, they didn't. I was going to echo the same thing with like Swaliti there going into fullback. Yeah, and like you said, it the conversation has it gotten too heated, Greg? Like 
Totally. Does this just need to stop now? Yeah, it does. It's done. (laughs) There's players that sign with rival clubs. There's players that have signed with rival rival codes over the years, and they haven't copped this kind of heat. I don't really Mm. understand where the animosity is coming from. He's just a young kid that's taken an opportunity. Let him play. Let's uh, enjoy the next two years while we've still got him. Jackson Paulo was looking, uh, they were like his partner in crime and they were absolutely getting in trouble together. (laughs) As in they were getting eels into trouble. (laughs) Yeah. He was, um, he's been really impressive from what I've seen from him. He really has cemented his spot there on the wing for the roosters. And that's not an easy thing to do. You know, they expect Mm. excellence and he's come from a very good side in South Sydney. So to take that leap of faith and go to, you know, a dead set, another premiership contender for sure. It's like jumping mm-hmm. sideways and hoping this ship is the fastest. And he's um, showing that he definitely deserves that winger spot. Before we finish up, uh, Eels uh, said to Clint Gutherson, hey, we're just going to shop around for like an oh, X-Factor yeah. fullback. Um, you, you're fine. So, uh, sorry? You'll just kind of jump into the centres, I guess, when he they come on. Is, is that, that cool? Is that not me? That's what I don't understand. You know, if you are going to go after someone to replace Clint Gutherson, they've got to be better than Clint Gutherson in that position. And there's only a handful of dudes that are. I can't see why they would be doing this because everyone that is better than Clint Gutherson in their position is sewn up to their club for a very long time. I can't see the options that are on the table that are better than him. I I find it staggering. It's a slap in the face to a club great and the captain of their football side. The fuck are they doing? Like that is just brain dead. It's pretty crazy. I don't know how you treat your player like that. And then he'd be totally fine with it. Like he fine. said he was totally fine with it, and maybe he is, but yeah. like surely that it's creates just, some sort of animosity deep down. It's a weird thing to do to one of your star players and the captain. Yep. I don't get it. Maybe they're just like I get it. If he's getting if you think he's getting old and slow, perhaps, and you want to find out who the next fullback for your club is, then that but that's different to hey, we're gonna bring in somebody now as an X Factor. To Absolutely. break the game open because yep. you you can't because he's elite. That's essentially what they're saying. Yeah, because he <laughs> is at the moment he is elite. He is in the top mm. six fullbacks in the in the competition. I don't yeah. understand yeah. why he's they would be the, looking anywhere else. In that level tier down, you've got yeah. like you know Turbo and Teddy Trell. Walsh now probably now. now, probably now not not probably now, door. mate. He is it's top as, of the tree. Well, it's you know, let's. He's only been playing <laughs> for a couple from of years. One eye Bronco supporter, but no yeah, he's he's knocking on the door. So yeah, yeah he, one he, tier, he's and six, then seven, eight, right? in the next. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's next around tier. that next six, seven, eight conversation, yeah, and that and, is in the top half of the comp- competition. In and we've got some amazing fullbacks in the competition. All those other fullbacks we mentioned are signed up to their clubs, and they aren't going anywhere. I don't understand what Parramatta's doing. Could derail their season. Completely. Another loss for them. So not many wins on the board and plenty of uh, harder games to come for the Eels. Next game was Raiders versus the Panthers. Uh, Raiders got absolutely destroyed, didn't they, Greg? Bummed. <laughs> double bummed by Taruva and yep. double bummed by Tago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They Sorry, were on yeah. T- double tries, I should say, to both those players. They were on um, top early, weren't they? They yep. they just were humming from the get-go. They had all the ball and they had all the momentum. They just were really starting to hum in attack. And that's what Ivan said at the end of the game, he was impressed that their attack started to find some rhythm and that was just the tail of the tape, wasn't it? He just, they just kept going and put on tries all over the place. They did the classic foot on throat crush that yeah. you love to see. Pla- like teams, you know, if you're on top, why don't you just keep on Absolutely. going crazy? Yep. You know? So they, they did that. Cleary probably had his best game of the year. It's only round Definitely. five, but yeah, exactly. That was, that was a very good game from him. Yeah, they they could really be warming into the season, you know. They 
get a few mm, more wins under their belt. They're so. clearly an amazing side. They get through yeah. that origin period and then they they propel through to the finals. Mm. They are a genuine threat for our um our run, Jake. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They're picking up a lot of steam, putting on fifty three points. Definitely rises your confidence. So yep. they had plenty to begin with. So now they've got heaps. So whoever they're versing next week, we'll get to that at the end of the show. Uh, they um, better watch out. Watch out. The, watch out. The Raiders were gutted, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> to put it a certain good. way. Uh, it, right at the end, um, Joelman Salmon. Joelman Salmon. Uh, put on a, a try in the 79th minute and decided to absolutely give it to the the crowd. Yeah, he should have hopped on all fours and started barking. That just <laughs> would have made it for me. I would have lost my mind if he just hopped on all fours and started barking or if someone then would, came up behind yeah. him and held a lead. Oh, man. That would have been... Yeah, that's next level. That's that's maybe too much thought uh, for a football player in that moment. <laughs> what, what else can they do except get really aggressive and just scream yeah, at the crowd? And he, it. of course, screamed, we got a dog, yeah. uh, which is just that. That's got legs, doesn't it? Yeah, Much mate. like dogs do. Yeah. Look, hopefully yeah. that just puts it to bed now. That could be the closure. <laughs> I, yeah, I would. That could be the closure. So. You got so. me. That could be the closure that it needed, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm overseeing the story about it. It's a non-story yeah. because we are not, not, we're not finding out the full story. So I don't want to hear about it anymore until I yeah, actually yeah. find out why Ricky's <laughs> yeah. upset with the kid. I don't want to hear about it anymore. So just rack it off, move on. When Jarman Salman retires in, you know, long, <laughs> long way away from now, <laughs> there'll be an all tale, all tale. Or tell story, yeah. and no doubt the book will be called, you know, maybe story of a weak gutted dog or something <laughs> like. Raiders got absolutely pounced on by the Panthers. There is nothing more to say. Next game was the Rabbitohs versus the Storm, and in Sydney, Storm come away with the win. They edge out the bunnies, steal the win. But uh, maybe not. Maybe not really stealing because it was a low-scoring game, wasn't it, Greg? It was, it was plenty of heart in it. Yeah, it was kind of end to end. There was certainly plenty of heart mm. in it. It's two teams that are juggernauts of this competition and are absolute mm. contenders. I think yep. they'll both be in the finals. But like I said, there's going to be some incredible teams that miss out on the finals. It really right. could go back to how well you do at the start of the season. I guess uh, one of the major takeaways is a lot of people are commenting that Latrell has gone missing, uh, especially in this game. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Just don't agree. I think that he has traditionally always warmed into games. He is a massive dude. So there needs to be mm. times where he picks and chooses where he enters himself into games. He's at the back. That requires yep. the most running He's carrying the biggest body across the most running. It stands to reason that he's going to be able to put that energy where it's used best. And I can tell that he seems to think that's towards the end of the game. And he's right there in the end of the game. There's mm -hmm. only been a few moments where it's just gone a bit too far. And yes, it may seem that he's been quiet early, but I think that's just him warming to the game. He's always been yeah. like that. Has mm he -hmm. got to be... He's probably the biggest fullback that's out there. He'd be the one of, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty tough, actually. Tom Travojevic is is huge, man. There is yeah. times where I look at him coming out of the dressing room and you mistake him for like an, an enormous forward. You know, Jake walks out yeah. in front of him and it seems like, mate, who's he's the forward tall. in this, <laughs> this competition? He's, yeah, he's so he's tall. He's so tall. And because he's wide, he, he really does look like a massive unit. So, But maybe Latrell's got him for weight. He's certainly thick. That's the, what um, I was thinking more. Yeah. yeah, I guess biggest wasn't the best descriptive word. I was, I was referring to the heaviest. I yeah, guess. yeah. <laughs> the the thickness is the thing that that must be so impossible to tackle. The guide can run at such high velocity, and to try and stop that kind of uh, weight, but also size across, must be so difficult. 
yeah, I, I didn't think there was too much wrong with his game the other night. Um, the Storm just held them. You know, Storm made uh, more tackles than South, but they missed a lot more tackles than South as well. They dead set only just held on to South at the end there. Yeah. They had to got one more try. Then, you know, it could have been a different story. Two tries disallowed. Well, not not gotten. Yeah. <laughs> Two tries not executed. Uh, by Alex Johnson and then Isaac Thompson as well. Harry Grant, amazing tackle. Round the legs, taking you into touch. Was, was awesome, hot. wasn't it? Yeah. And he he's back. Harry Grant had a bit of a quieter game, I suppose, last week. So to see him straight sure. back in action, I, re- I was really impressed with. I was shocked that Alex Johnson didn't just back his speed and dive for mm. the corner and do a big outstretched um, I, I couldn't believe he'd try and back his physicality over his speed the way that yeah. the game was going. You know, they just score on the corner there and they've got all the momentum. That was such a mm. turning point. Brain snap, plenty of those, though, yeah, exactly. especially towards the end of the game. And you're just really trying to get that last try to get your yeah. team back in it. Yeah, it's just those one-on-one battles, isn't it? And that's what I've seen in a lot of these games so far this round is just some one-on-one battles has decided it. You know, there was that one-on-one mm. moment there with Alex Johnson and he doesn't score and that probably decides the game. I was keeping a close eye on Cam Murray at the start of the game because a lot of people had been trading him out as super coach. Mm. And so I was particularly watching him and he and he was doing great. I think he might have even set up the try for Cody. I'm pretty sure he, he did. did. And then he's just had a fantastic game from there so good trajectory for him and i like to see i think you know that's why i did bring a camera at the start of the season because i think that he will be giving plenty of players try assists because he's a really great distributing number 13 but yeah. you know i like i think there's plenty of attacking stats in there for him so i agree with you i, I like I, it when cam murray the leads the way he's very talented yep and mm. that's when south are at their best too when he's leading the um, forward pack through the teeth of that defense mm. and poking his head through and getting a few offloads away. That's when Souths are yeah. at their finest. So yeah, I agree I with thought, you. Yeah. But it, it just seeing was... that, I thought that maybe bunnies were going to go on uh, because we're just looking really good. Yeah. Good call. And, actually. Know, when, when Cody scores a try, his yeah, tail goes up really quick as well. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I yeah, just thought, was okay. Yeah. And the Josh King try early from storm was like, you know, quite fortuitous for him to even score that. So, you know, I thought the the game was rabbits, but Storm did it. Hats off to them. Well done. All right, all right, all right. Sea Eagles Knights, it was a bloody draw. 32 <laughs> all. believe it. What a high-scoring draw. draw. Year, six tries. Four goals for each team. Dominic Young scores four of the Newcastle Knights tries. He's a freak. Yeah, he is a freak. Look, talk about more, a bit more about him in a second. And can't believe Manly even it up towards the end to make it twenty-eight all, and then they both both teams score again. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it Shame was they ridiculous. couldn't uh, find a winner. There were some great tries <laughs> put on from Manly and the Knights. Obviously, um, mm. some. Poor defensive efforts, though. I don't think either team would be happy that they let in that many points. There were some, you know, exciting tries, but then other ones that were just, you know, yeah. kick, uh, tries from kicks and things like that or just lapses in defense. So, And, and there were early sin bins. So True. when, when Energy Manly was down. got sin binned, Knights jumped in, scored some tries, yep. like literally two tries while um, the Glock was out. And then... Fitzgibbon gets Simbined in the 20th minute and then Brad Parker at least scores one try. Then Brad Parker looks like uh, Hank Scorpion from The Simpsons. Yes, he certainly <laughs> does. And I think that has been pointed out. I think their birth dates are actually quite close. You might want to Google that. Okay. That yeah. Uh, we'll get our producers to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're typing away. You can hear them in the background. They're, they're typing away. Uh Yeah. That Dominic Young try, so he, he, it was a try return. Yeah, it was and excellent, he wasn't it? Scooted across uh, all the players in defense, the defensive line, scoot, 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 scoot across, and then got into that runway and just shoom, straight down. He did, of course, pass it off to his couple of his players, 
Lachlan Miller almost stuffs it up. He's been great, but he almost stuff, stuffs it up. Manages to get the ball away. Tyson Frizzell comes from freaking nowhere, like he the other end of the field. Never back down that dude. Honestly, he never, he, never <laughs> he, he shouldn't be in those positions, and he just is sometimes. It was incredible, yep. Jake. Yeah, top speed coming from the back of the field. Yeah, gets top himself speed. in the position. His, to his pass. top speed. <laughs> gets himself <laughs> Good in enough, the mate. Better than mine. Catch, pass, try for who? Dominic Young, of course. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Unreal. so that that was the real yeah. highlight of the game for sure. Yeah, definitely. Were, it made know, me watch the rest of it. I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> Dom Young's <laughs> effort to tie up the game there at the death, yeah, was excellent mm. as well. Yeah, um, that too. And look, you know, a little little footnote on the game: having um, Cooper Johns play oh. Jack Johns' uh, brothers and um, sons of Maddie Johns. That was a great little moment for him, and he would have been stoked with that. Probably fitting that it ended Very up good. a 32 draw. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes when you play your brother, there's no winning, there's only drawing. Dragons versus the Dolphins, and Dragons took it out in the Wollongong. They love they love winning in Wynn Stadium. 38-12. It's a beautiful spot there, Wind Stadium at Wollongong, right beside mm. the water. It is absolutely Looks stunning good. location. Shame yep. that the uh, Dolphins couldn't perform near the water. You know, you think they would, mm. but They've, surely they should have. Yeah, just deflated, <laughs> weren't they? The air just taken completely yeah. out of their tires. They're up for a grand final, effectively last week, and um, mm. had it stolen away yeah. from them. And then they have to come up against the side that they're probably should be, you know, in any other world where they didn't have all those injuries, yep. they they would have been expected to beat them after what we've seen from their performances early in the season. But unfortunately, they just had right. too many injuries and that depth was really lucky. You pointed it out, Greg, at the start of the season when they were going on their their winning streak. He's just saying, you know, that what, what happens when someone goes out. Yep. And we saw Sean O'Sullivan, they've definitely yep. missing him. Hugely. And then Milf couldn't close out the game. He he got injured. So yep. we Hamstring. also saw Hammy. We saw, you know, their player who's the next man up actually in Milf, you know, is quite susceptible to an injury. So not the best person to have in your in your depth category. No, that to have <laughs> Milf in your depth chart really doesn't help because he can be in and out of the side. He does mm. have issues with his body because apparently he doesn't look after it. It's really disappointing to Poor hear guy. that he's um, got another injury because he yeah, really needed to be there so that they had a um, mm. bit of a chance to show some faith in him, you know, with the opportunity yep. there with the injuries. It would have been good for him to see what he could do with the opportunity, but he certainly uh, couldn't do anything with this game. Ben Hunt was way too good. The mm. Dragons did find something, certainly – you know, it's great having a, a young Tyrell Sloan who's still sharp towards the end of the game. Uh, Tao Tao Amon came back and was quite good in that side. So they will have a few um, questions on whether or not Jaden O'Sullivan comes back into that side or they do hold on to Tao Tao Amon. Ben Hunt yep. is just your dominant half, so I don't think it matters who you put there. If he's on fire like that, they ine in inevitably do win if they're coming up against an opposition that um, just wasn't quite there. We didn't have a chance to talk about, or rather, I totally forgot, to bring up Jack Whiten during Raiders-Panthers chat. So let's slot it in here because Jack Whiten's going to go to market. Yeah, and he might test and himself as a Wayne Dolphins. Wayne Bennett, obviously, is would be the most keen to get him For into sure. their side because yep. uh, they that's what they need. They need players in half half positions, absolutely. Definitely, and he brings that star power that they would like as well. I don't think mm. he brings the all-round game that Wayne would prefer. I think if he's going mm. to spend this kind of money, he really would prefer to be on a halfback. That's typically who he's gone sure. after and what he would like to steal the ship. So I don't know if Jack Whiten is that player. He is demanding a lot of money. Mm. What do you make of this? A what do you million make of bucks. This? Like you think Jack White. Whiten's a, a Raider for life. Just seems like that kind of player. 
Agreed. Who just sticks to his club. Mm-hmm. Now he's decided, you know what? I'm going to either one, go to another club for, or two, make Raiders pay me more money to keep me. <laughs> I, I sniffs of the manager's move to me, Jake. It just seems like another player manager mm-hmm. saying, mate, we can get more money off these suckers if you just say you're going to go to market. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's a Canberra boy. He'll stay there. I think it's just another player manager bullshit move. Mm, more than likely. I reckon he's the kind of player that would absolutely tear it up in um, Super League. Absolutely. You you spot on there, Jake. He would play great front foot footy. And because he is so mm. elusive and quite strong, he would be bursting through those lines. It's a bit slippery. The defense can sometimes slide a little bit and he um he can dominate a game like that. That's not a bad call. But he's never well, going there. No, that won't happen either. Well, uh, he overtook Dragons and Dolphins chat, didn't he? Because uh, did. there was there he was did. nothing else to chat ah, about. So who cares? Who cares? Dragons, well done to you. But um, Dolphins, keep your chin up, kids. One, two, three, four. The mighty Broncos. The mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. Da 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. That was good. Good energy. It really could have been one, two, three, four, five, and then got hey. into it. Wow. Five and five oh, wins. Jake. You're right, Greg. Five and mm-hmm. oh. Very, very happy with that. We did what History we needed to do. has been made, Greg. <laughs> almost, uh, almost working title. Good. Of the show because, mm. yeah, Payne Haas is incredible and yep. history has been made with this Broncos team. We've won five in a row to open the season. And that, what was, when did that happen? When was the last time that happened, Greg? Mm, might have been 98. We might have been onto something special that year as well. Mm. I was writing down who I thought were, you know, big players, big moments and and who really dominated that football side. I just kept listing off yep. Broncos players, mate. Haas, well, Reno, Walsh, Ezra, Stags, Cobbo. There were so many stars on show there the other night. They really Ricky. just put the foot down. Ricky, Jordan Ricky in his 50th game, scores a first try and is... is and then scores a, another later. Yep. <laughs> just so strong in that second row for us at the moment, yeah. it, particularly his defense. He is really rocking people back. He's putting in just as much effort on one side of the ball as he is the other, and that has always been a bit of a knock on him. We, we've been having a chat just off air about uh, Hosking and and how you know we Broncos had to let him go mm. to the Panthers, and that was quite a shame because he's been fantastic for them, and we probably didn't wrap it wrap him enough Def- during their didn't. chat. But yeah, there's there's plenty of time left in the podcast, <laughs> and we kind of like, oh, who would, if we had have kept him, who would, who would move out? And the only one in the starting side that you even would come close to considering is Ricky, but you just wouldn't because just couldn't at the moment. you just couldn't because he's so loyal to the Bronx. He's, he's come through with Payne Haas and Paddy Carrigan. Yep. Those three guys are the forward pack of Broncos with some really great additions over the last couple of years. Yeah. But you know, that that's the heart of the forward pack and the youth. And, you know, yeah, you, you've just got to keep him in the side. I can see why they had to let Hosking go. Absolutely. The boat rises with the tide, Jake. And as the level of mm. all these forwards has <laughs> gone up in Paddy Carrigan, in Payne Haas, again, another clip of, of Paddy Carrigan and him chatting on the field there. I watched it. Don't you worry. Look at it. Yeah. For those of you that haven't checked it out, hop on KO and look at the rise of Paddy Carrigan. It is such an awesome thing to listen to. Gives you such an insight into what is happening on that field. He is an Mm. incredible leader. He will absolutely captain Australia one day. There is no doubt in my mind. He is awesome. So awesome. He's doing great things on and off the field, training. Yeah, just what a legend! He did barely played the other the other the game though. He was Mate, out there I, for I half captained the game. him in fantasy, no. not super coach, but fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. And he, it just yeah. fell apart for me. Oh god, yeah, it's a bad week. Yeah. It's a bad week. Bit of a shame. I oh, look, but to be honest, uh, a lot of the Broncos barely got any field time. Like Haas, I think only played for forty six minutes, and 
and just dominated what for those 46 huge minutes. Huge impact. <laughs> Made a massive impact. It was amazing. Renault just continues to shine and lead that team so perfectly. His kicking he game is us. absolutely brilliant. There, Cooper Cronk said it there the Pretty other night. Good. He is in the form of his life. I, I haven't seen um, Renault just conduct a side the way he does, and he's just loving being there. It must be yeah. awesome to play around so many talented footballers. It makes his life a lot easier. It's given him a lot more space with how uh, incredible those forwards are going at the moment. And then to have that pace and threat on the edge of a sweeping Reese Walsh, it just must mm. give him so much more time because they're so worried about the Ferrari coming out the back door. Oh, mate, the Ferrari is in fine form. He got three line breaks, three try assists, a whole bunch of other stats as well, but they're they're very important <laughs> stats, those top two. He uh, didn't get his try. I think he would have loved to have jumped across the line in his uh, in his in his the way he does. Yep. With all his flair. But he was a really great supportive player. Um certainly put on yeah, a really great try assist. I think some of the, one of those try assists was off a kick. It was it was beauty to stags at the end of the game maybe. Yeah, mate, it was a it was a yeah. kick. And there was another one where he got a breakaway down one. the right-hand side of the field and he kicked infield mm. and they almost scored again. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, he, just he really great fire. moments. Mm. Cobo cleans up uh, a wayward ball yep. and runs the length of the field. Shut the gate as soon as he as soon as he grabbed <laughs> it. It was it was shut the gate. It was brilliant to see. He was extremely happy. No tigers chasing. No chasing tigers. They just gave no, up. They gave up. I think they'd given up a try beforehand, though, when Payne Haas just decided to run from dummy half yeah, and score it's a just try. The, the big, big kid <laughs> against the smaller kids and just went, I'm coming straight through you. Oh my God. When's the last time you saw a forward pick up the ball from dummy half and of just his size? score like that? Can't remember. <laughs> and the way he did it, he palmed off three players to yep. the left. And then with one hand, dives over and just slams it down with the right. Yeah, he's like a genuine mountain. I hate to try Uh, and stop him. We keep on coming back to Haas. Yeah, he's been incredible. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he is topping the Dally M leaderboard. For a Ford Mm. to be doing that, you're in rare air. There's not too many Fords that get any sort of recognition when it comes to Dally M leaderboards. So he is certainly a superstar, and he is going to drive us all the way to a premiership, Jake. I bloody hope so. It was a good good first half. 28 nil. 28 nil. Blum off the park. We scored three tries in the second half. I mean, it should have been six tries in the second half. <laughs> it could have been 60 or 70 nil if it wasn't for all of our errors. Yeah. That would be the disappointing yeah. thing that they'll take away from it. They did just try mm. and score on every set. And then you really can't do that against the good sides. If we had to come up against any sort of decent opposition, they would have made us pay. Anyway, we don't care about them. Broncos, we care about you. And it so was much. an awesome game. Uh, I really love to see you flog the teams that you need to flog. We're just doing what we need to do. Yeah, that was great to see. You don't want that being a close game. Great to see a flogging. Hope it was. I wish it had been foot on throat crush, but it was. It was foot on foot on throat. The foot was on the throat. That's foot for sure. on throat and oh, <laughs> yeah, almost crushed it. Here we are. It's the last two games of the round, and yes, we watched them because uh, we were recording on a Monday. So let's chat about them, Greg. It was Sharks versus Warriors. I could not believe this <laughs> finish to this game. Thirty points, thirty-two. Warriors win. What? <laughs> the Warriors. Hey, but you, you've said it, and we've been talking about it. The Warriors are a lot more battle hardened this year. Yeah, they're not giving up. They're never. Back and downed. <laughs> they are a never back down side. There is nothing about them that is going to give up this year. And I think I've said it so many times. They're just benefiting from this home and away scenario now. They finally yeah. get to go home and be with their families. The energy mm-hmm. that that gives mm-hmm. you for, to be able to go out and perform at your best. Oh, you know, must surely you know. Has think to. about it. 
Who would really yeah. enjoy coming home and not seeing their family? You know, the, everyone needs that Fox. human contact, but particularly your family. They are uh, mm-hmm. your support network. And um, Sean Johnson said it there the other night. That's where his form's starting to go through the roof. He loves going home to his uh, wife and his daughter. And and you can see from his performances. I reckon I only started bagging. He was fantastic. Three or four weeks ago and said he needs to pull mm-hmm. his finger out and they'll start winning oh. games. Well, here he is in back-to-back games kicking one-pointers or a two-pointer to win the game. Yeah. He was awesome there the other night. Uh, when we talk about those one-on-one battles, that he puts up a bomb that about 40 metres out and then is there to catch the spoils. Mm. You know, they drop it at the back. He picks the Incredible. ball and scores from his try. Sometimes the kicker doesn't actually get a chance yeah. to chase their own kick. He actually just gets away with that. And um, It's a hell of a way to start the first half isn't it it's amazing and it just gave them all the momentum they needed they were Mm. behind 20 nil to be mentally strong enough to come back from 20 nil shows you where the warriors are this year i don't think Mm. even as bad uh, on the sharks purely because the warriors just turn it up they were extremely resilient that's that's definitely the takeaway word I mean, we thought it was going to be the Heinz show or the shark show with the conductor of Heinz. It was but... the halfback show. I think it was, I thought it was a great battle. It was battle. a halfback show. Yeah, he, I thought it was like, a great he was battle there. between the he two. He was there in it. Yeah, absolutely. He he didn't stop. Like, Heinz is up for the competition as well. He doesn't absolutely No so, way. So soon as I, when I saw Warriors fighting back, I was just like, this is going to be a cracker. Like, yeah. Heinz is not the kind of he's, – he's not going to shy away from this, this battle. No. And nor are the rest of the Sharks team. No, Craig it was a, it was a Gibbon good game. is is shaping up to be a great coach. Absolutely, he's handling he's handling things so well and press conferences so well, and obviously the team, they 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 weren't going to back down, no. and they tried their very hardest. It somehow got all the way to that Heinz field, like potential, sorry, like the penalty kick potentially yep. to even it up and go into extra time. I thought he'd nail it. I really did. I, I, I kind of did too. I thought I just like thought, this guy's infallible. This is who right? he is. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll kick it from the sideline. They'll take it to Golden rises Point it and to we the get occasion. to see some more. Yep. I, I yeah. really thought they would do it. Anyway, the Warriors win. Uh, no disgraces from either side. The Warriors still deserved winners uh, with that two-pointer at the end. Oh, definitely. And the rain came down oh, towards... Mate. Uh, the end of that game or second half, pretty much, it just came down and it didn't stop for the next game. Another surprise to finish off the season, really close game between the Bulldogs and the Cowboys. It ended up being, of course, Matt Burton's field goal and extra time to win it once again. Never back down. Never back down. <laughs> what a kick. What a kick <laughs> yeah, to that win kick it. Was insane. Yeah. And and for yeah. the the way 30 meters. They, the way they got back nice. into the game, you know, they had some mm. real ballsy mm. plays. You know, but Burton's yeah. chip over the top for Ado Car to chase it down. Then Ado Car kicks again. Nice. And they, they get that ball in that position to kick that field goal with no mm. time left. And they were deep in their own half. It was oh, so that was so ballsy. a second to go. Yep. Three seconds to go when he kicked it for the field goal. And then if you backtrack the Fox, his try on the yeah. 79th minute, there yep. was only 45 seconds to go in that. Like they, exactly. they just took it to the last minute to come back. And this has uh, got to be super disappointing for our Cowboys fans listening. Huge loss. You know, they would have chalked this one up as a win at the start of the season. So certainly that it was, you know, $1.90 a piece going into the game would have concerned them. They do lack intensity. That's my biggest thing and my biggest takeaway when I'm watching the game at the moment for the cows is where is that intensity, particularly in those big moments? You know, the Fox out sprinted some of those players and Kyle Felt, who is the winger, so... Yes, he's not yep. the fastest man. He's certainly not going to beat Fox, but he's got to be the guy that gets himself in that position. He just mm. wasn't there. The Fox beat got to, you got to shut absolutely up pelted past Fox him. gets up to speed. Yep. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just that in- intensity that's a bit of a theme. When Jacob Preston went over, uh, you know, he was mm. an 
underrated um, player there the other night. Scored two tries. So I, I guess he got the plaudits from that. But it, defensively, yeah. he was excellent. He's running some awesome lines. But it was really just a one-on-one tackle. And he tears through some flimsy Cowboys defense and, and gets over close gets to the line. Gets that second try. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously yeah. put them right back in the game. And yeah, without that, uh, Fox's try means nothing. And same with Matt That's Burton's exactly right. kick. So yeah, Jacob Preston kicked ass. He yep. has scored a huge super coach score too, which we'll get to shortly. He just looks like he's bought right into the culture of the Bulldogs. Agreed. And the team. And, you know, you see him there with Addo Carr celebrating all the little victories and the yep. big ones too. Yep. He is, he's just sewn himself into that side this year. He's, he'll be a starting player for the rest of the year. For the rest of the like, season. Without That's a doubt. He's for as long as he wants it. Absolutely. Yeah. Raps on him. I just, yeah, I also, good footy as well as he's, he's showing um, good teams mateship. Good he's team spirit. Yes. Being a good, team, yep. a good and- teammate. Yeah. Good team spirit. Look, speaking of team spirit, the guy that's got it in spades is Josh Reynolds. He is in the DNA of the Bulldogs, and he finally mm, gets true. back into that side after five years or six even. Yeah. It's an incredible yeah. moment for him, and uh, he was the first one there to congratulate Matt Burton because he they win in his return game. It couldn't have been any better scripted. Incredible mm. moment, and, um, yeah, well done, dogs. Who knows? They they could surprise me. They could actually make a run for a, for a contender this year. Yep. More surprises from the dogs to come, perhaps. And now for a look ahead to round six. Greg's just informed me that his tips last week were Giving terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Coming off a seven from eight, I think uh, with our first full look ahead, I potentially got two from eight. There were a lot of real nail biters there, so I'm not completely disgraced, but I certainly didn't pick any of the 50-50s, and that is what determines your um, your competition, unfortunately. I'll rattle off uh, the games. Please and do. You can, you can give it that way. It'll be back and forth. I like it. So Storm Roosters. Thursday. Tough, really tough game and another belter of a Thursday night. I'm going to go with the Storm to beat the Roosters here and just off the mm. back of a, an incredible Cam Munster performance. Willie Warbrick, first try. He looks strong. He, looks he strong. is. He's he tough. Did, he did He's well. a tough dude. Hmm. Bulldogs, Rabbitohs. That's an afternoon game. Friday, good Friday afternoon yeah, game. Yeah, ripper. Looking forward to this game. It's a traditional rivals game there. And you would have said the rabbits would have got this all day, every day, but the way the dogs have been playing, they will absolutely mm. put up a great show. I think the rabbits are going to bounce back on the winner's circle though, and they'll beat the dogs. Friday night. Good Friday evening. Local Derby. Another Cowboys, Queensland Dolphins. Derby. Our boys and dolphins get to face off for the first time. Got to be the cows. The dolphins are, are lacking depth and, and cows mm. need this desperately. Saturday games, they start with Panthers versus Sea Eagles. Yeah, Panthers will be too good for the Eagles. The Eagles are obviously a great football side, but they mm. um they don't have what the Panthers have just yet. The last, yeah, two games on, on a Saturday, so a little bit different. And the Broncos play then on Saturday night against the Raiders. Yeah, we should smash the Raiders, and I hope we do it and do it well. Sunday games, Titans-Dragons. Yeah, who knows? Flip of the coin, um, Titans, Dragons, depends on who brings it on the day, I reckon. But I'm going to go with the Titans and um, say they'll benefit from a, a f- refresher. And I also just don't mm. think the Dragons are that good. Knights versus Warriors for Sunday. Yeah, exciting. You know, both teams never back down. They, they really bring never it all the way down. to the end. I'm going to go with the Warriors to continue their winning ways. Uh, but, yeah, again, would not be shocked if the Knights do this at home. They yeah. love performing at home. i tell you what, good bet mm. either team less than eight points because this is going to be mm. a close close one. You'll probably get a couple of bucks for it. Either team less than eight and a half. So on the Monday, West Tigers play the Eels. On the Monday. Yeah, that's going to be cool, isn't it? 
Love it because there's a public holiday, so it'd be nice to have something there to watch on the Monday. And um, yeah, the Eels would be way too good for the Tigers. Mm, sounds good. And then we record our episode right after that, I'd say. That's right. It'd be great. <laughs> and the Sharkies are on a bye, so no Nico Hines to watch. I'm back on the Sharks. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say they win that bye. Put your money down. Own it. Next week after next, though, I don't know if the Tigers win their bye, though. <laughs> Super coach Dominic Young. Pause. That's four, right. Four tries, Dominic Young, to. four tries, has to. 148 points. Mate, for a, a week of superstars scoring all sorts of points, you know, Nathan Cleary mm. getting 124, yeah. Reese Walsh 99, Tom Travojevic 106. There were some massive mm. scores out there. Um, you know, Hines, 102. So for Dom Young, after getting dropped the previous week to come out, score four tries and be super yeah. coach, uh, top scorer, too good. Too good. Greg's already rattled off a couple of high scorers there. Isaac Tago was on 142. That's only six points away, wow. if my math's correct, and that's simple addition, so it is, to Dominic Young. Dominic Young scores four tries. Tago only scores two, and he scores six points less than him, 142 points. He was just in everything. That's, that's good. A couple of assists for Taruba. <laughs> Obviously. Also, Tago, he um, is a center, and centers are getting all these try assists and try contributions this year. So mm, true. They're 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 like they've got huge upside centers and wingers. So um, yeah. Obviously, you've got to have a bunch of them in your side, so plenty of opportunity to have some high-scoring players in your side. We mentioned Sean Johnson. He got 117. Jermaine Asako continues to impress and baffle all of us. 108. He scores like 100 every week, just about. Well, not every week, but... For a guy that, yeah, he's just a winger (laughs) and... Scored one try. Yeah, he he was incredible. He is someone Mm. to actually think about, particularly in that buy scenario where he's going to play the first big buy. He won't get picked for origin. So he's a guy that is definitely in the mix if he was at the right price Mm. right now, just being too inflated because of so many good scores. It is pretty inflated. It's risen by 191K. It's up to 575. Mm. I guarantee you the the people in the top have him in their side because that right? that's that's how they would have gotten there. Yeah, and of course you just pick him up if you're already doing really well because you just you don't have any if you don't have problems then luxury and you can take the punt. Go okay, he's playing well. Bring him in luxury trade. No hey, money, no problems. Not in super <laughs> that's <coach. it>. No. <laughs> scores one hundred eight. One hundred eight points exactly. Also goes to Jacob Preston. Uh, I didn't play him. I was very close to putting him in my side, but the way that I did my trades, which I'll mention shortly, just didn't work out. As you said, Tommy Turbo goes the ton. So does Ben Hunt, Hines, Maju. Reese Walsh doesn't quite make the ton. So there's all your honorable mentions because there's a lot of hundreds, and I do like to rattle off those. Plenty of 90s as well. So go look at them for yourself because I ain't mentioning any more of those. My trades last week, Greg, were bringing in Nico Hines, which is obviously everyone's trade. Yep. And although he's got the buy this week, I didn't want to miss out on the 100 points that he was going to score. Said he was going to get 100. He got 100. Yep. He got the 100. And it was a steady captain option. Absolutely. Nico Hines isn't going to go missing. Everything goes through him. Yep. He demands. Probably should. Probably should have found a way to bring him in First the previous week. week. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Poop. We move on. Yeah. I had to make a bit of money to make that trade happen. So I traded out Dewey for Schuster. Schuster, of course, did not play. You probably say, why you do that then? The answer, Dewey I had Dewey no other nothing. option. <laughs> <laughs> I had no other option. Dewey ain't doing shit. And yeah, it was the way to make money to get Heinz. I had a Toa play for me 
in the 5A position, but that might be where my team needs to get bring some depth back into it this needs, week. Needs an injection of cash. I'm the same. Uh, and I'm happy I, I jumped early and picked up Zach Hosking. I don't really mind what they do there with that starting uh, 13 for the Panthers because I do have his little replacement there in Luke Garner. I just think it is just one of those role spots. I don't care who they put in there as a starting mm. player. That's who I'll have in my side. They are two very good options in the second row. Just score tries. They're pretty good. There's a good pickup but from play, you. Guys, so, but play Hosking over Ghana, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hosking is currently the most traded in player thus far this week. Do you have any other targets in mind? Because you've got I've, I've already done one of my trades. Uh, I mm. wanted to do it last week and boost, but I, I didn't. I held off and I've boosted nice. Otakamanu to um, Payne Haas. Nice. That is good. That is good. I think I've, I feel like I've got more cash in the front row to play with in the second and, but I want to bring in more second rowers. So I do not know what I'm going to do this week. So uh, Watch this I'm sure space. I'll be chatting with you and my other super coach friends. To oh, and give some advice. little tip of the cap, Jake, one-on-one mm. -on -one against me this week. Well done. You took the results. We can shake hands in person, but <laughs> congratulations to you thank you thank you very much actually i guess seeing we're actually at, at the you know it's monday we can actually say the scores we got so i got 13 28 yeah not bad i wasn't far off yeah i got um 12.99 and but it was just so many good scores i got i got beaten by everyone in all of my leagues except the one that's for money so i'm stoked with that mm. it's the only that's one good. i really care about winning each week Everything else is for bragging rights. And look, let's face it, I want to win every, every <laughs> week, every round. And I'm starting to get yeah. there with my side. So yeah, you, you wait and see next week, okay? I'm going to top your score next week. I mean, it oh, yeah, absolutely will. I think I got really lucky. I heard there was a lot of 1,400 scores getting thrown around, and I easily would have gotten beaten with the score like oh, that mate, against So me. many high scores, so many. I lost every game last week. So it was really great to only lose one this week. Well done. Well done. Thanks. Distractions, distractions. Put up, put up, put commitments. Scooby doo, be doo, be doo, be doo. The Scooby Doo ride is closed till 2025. Did you know this? Man, I don't want to go on any of them. They're all dangerous. They don't do any maintenance on any of them. <laughs> well, they actually, they all actually, they do so much maintenance on them now. I looked it up because I saw another footy dude. Um, I think he's Donny Donny Sports. He was chatting about it, and he was Donny like Summers. Saying, I hung out with Donny Summers no, this weekend. Not Donny Summers. Sorry, Greg's distractions. Go. No, hang on. <laughs> just before we get into Greg's distractions, this is this is interesting stuff. No, they actually do. I looked it up the other day because sometimes you, you'll go to the theme park and you, all these rides will be closed for maintenance and you're like, ah, oh, bloody hell, but they do it so you don't die. But you're right, they are all death traps, those, those rides. <laughs> Water slides, they're awesome, safe. Or do you get like burn? You get burn marks from being on a water slide. Well, they're doing a huge multi-million dollar renovation to the Scooby-Doo ride apparently. There you go. They know a good thing and they're like, well, we'll invest money into this because that ride is dope. <laughs> well, I'm scared. Uh, speaking of slides, This though, has gone <laughs> off the rails completely. Apologies, I drove, I drove past a bunch of slides on my way down the coast over the yes, weekend. you would have. We stayed at the Intercontinental uh, Sanctuary Cove with the Summers Clan. Mate, it's five-star accommodation and it was absolutely mm. brilliant i had the time of my life we spent saturday night there and sunday night and we had um two little um resort units beside each other cool the kids got out on like an absolute house on fire everyone had someone to play with mm. the the boys had each other the brothers had each other <laughs> layla and ken had each other That's my good. wife had therese and i had donnie and we played up an absolute <laughs> storm. That's great. That's yeah, so good. it was good fun. And Donnie, if you mm. are listening, I did beat you mm. in that kick game, and me mm. will beat you and Louis in uh, touch. So I win the weekend. Wow! It was a great weekend. I'm Greg sure you takes had his fun opportunity regardless. 
I had a great time with you. I won. Any oh, any time we any time we were won. being competitive though, I I beat you. So. You know, you play those kick games where you kick it at each other and you're trying to get the person to drop it. Uh, we, yeah, we played sure. that and um, I just had this wicked grubber that went into him and he dropped the ball three times in a row. God, it, was, oh, it made my, my weekend. Oh, my goodness, Greg. You're like when you're the master. You're we the master. had such a, a good time. It was just perfect weather. It was beautiful uh, place. They had a buffet breakfast there every day. It's not cheap, but not that dear either. It was 350 bucks for a night, um, a family size room. There's two um, queen size beds. And to mm. have that kind of luxury attached to it, to, you know, have a beautiful buffet breakfast and uh, the kids got to eat free, which was uh, brilliant as well. Because if you know, when you've got kids, they want all this food and then you take them out and they eat absolutely nothing. So it costs you a bomb and they've eaten bloody nothing. We got to eat heaps though, <laughs> and we just had such a good time. They got a lagoon there, um, built into the place mm-hmm. and a pool. It was just such a great experience. I would recommend it the Intercontinental at Sanctuary Cove. And you know what? Go with your mates because right. you'll have a great time and you'll have stories for years, mm. or at least for a podcast. <laughs> Survivor Australia comes to an end. So if Finally. you don't like listening to Survivor <laughs> chat, then celebrate. You listening again. Hooray. Yeah. But just before, we do not talk about Survivor for another year or however long it will be. They should put it on before then. No, oh, mate, six months. Come on, bring it back. Roll it back. Come on. Think about it. Yep. Figure it out. Make it happen. Superheroes versus uh, villains. Let's just go super- back again. <laughs> Superheroes versus yeah. villains. We just had heroes versus yeah. villains. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go around again, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Roll, run it back. But actual superheroes. I want to see people with powers. Yeah, yeah. Look, put them, look. Definitely, if you ever find people with powers, definitely put them in Survivor. Put them on an island. <laughs> like start a fire. Yeah. Laser yeah, eyes. Easy. Yeah, easy. Easy. <laughs> put them, you know, in those strength games that you got dude with super strength just pushing the entire tribe out of the way. Mm, mm. Guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> we digress. We could probably... We could, yeah, we could break that down. We should, we'll, we'll make that, we'll get that movie. There's an started. idea there. There's definitely there's an, an idea. idea there. There's something there. Yeah, there's, there's something, something there. there. And, and you know, who didn't, you know, who didn't have it back something there? To just be heroes versus villains. Matt, yeah. Matt from Survivor Matt. didn't have anything. <laughs> no, Matt had nothing. So they ended up going three people to the end of yep. Survivor instead of two, which I thought that opened the door for George. But of course, Liz was smart enough to, stick the knife into George in the last minute. Well done, Liz. Oh, and Liz won, by the way. And <laughs> but you, the deserve But you probably winner. know that if you're listening. Yeah, you would know that. And you would also agree with us that there was only two options there the other night. It was either George mm. wins or Liz wins. <laughs> yeah, George would got in and wins, or if he doesn't, Liz wins. And that's what happened. And I think um, you're right by saying that Matt had nothing. George said, gave him the opportunity to go, you tell me your move, and if it's good I'll enough, then I'll vote for you. I'm happy to vote for you. Just, Just tell me, me what move. your move was. And <laughs> he literally said nothing. Before Do you that, think he, said, he edited oh, was... that out? I think it was edited out. And I've got a bit more to say about that, actually, the editing. He really stuffed it. <laughs> he had nothing to say apart from, I thought about <laughs> shit the bed hard. <laughs> I thought about voting you out, George. That should mean, and I thought about it first. So that's a move. <laughs> and everyone's just like, you Mate, dumb. that's not a move. You didn't he do dumb. anything. You're not getting, you're not getting my vote. And he was just, I feel like there was a spotlight that just turned off that was above him. <laughs> just turn that off. Maybe just edit him out, actually. Because <laughs> Matt, can, Matt, can you just go to the jury, actually? Because you ain't getting any votes. Uh Jerry had his moment and told everyone to get fucked, so he didn't. <laughs> he didn't do very good for himself. <laughs> and really, he should have been the one getting fucked. Because seriously, mate, you did nothing. You spent the entire mm. time just being George's devout 
member of his cult clan and yeah. you really didn't do anything it was a very expensive mentor yeah mate. Uh, he was going to come on survivor again very expensive mentor yeah good way to put it he was going to fall on his sword towards the end and so matt and george could both go through uh if but then he, he didn't did even that, vote it would have been the most ridiculous thing in survivor history it would have been it, it just like hands the win to george yeah. Anyway, yeah. I almost wish he did it. <laughs> so yeah. I could be so then it was two votes, Jerry, two votes, George, and then it could have been like a fire challenge. Who knows? I don't know what would have happened if it was two. You can't two. vote for yourself, though, so he, he couldn't have voted for himself. Oh, you actually can't vote for yourself. No. I didn't realize that was a rule. I should probably know that. that that's a rule. That is a rule. That's a rule. That's a paddling. <laughs> well, uh, there you have it. That's Survivor done for the year. Mm. Uh, probably more raps to Liz. Liz, well done. Liz yeah, is an well Olympian done. and then ends up winning her female returning, non-returning player, so yep. a new player. Elite. Um, it, was, it was an incredible move. Athlete. Yep. Don't I, know. I was like, so impressed. She gets through. Well done. Yeah. Well done. To no, be... And the whole jury was on her side from the word go. Absolutely. And to be so close to Shawnee and have Shawnee just be so targeted and instead of going, you know what, I hate you, George, she latched hold mm. of him and rode him all the way to the end and then cut him right at the end. It was just perfect. No other winner other than Liz. Well done, Liz. Uh, and now, Greg, you and I just need to get our bodies in shape so we can go play Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I would I love it. Again, I would love it. again. Yeah, I'd love to do it, but oh, again, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I, I'd have to wait till Ken's maybe a little bit older before I would do it, and I still don't know if I'd do it. <laughs> you could be Jerry. You could go there and just sit around, and then at the end, tell everyone to get fucked. Uh, you can all get fucked. No, I'm not riding anyone's coattails. I'm playing. I'm playing hard. I know you would. You'd be great to watch. All right, Couchies, no more Survivor Chat. Aren't you lucky? More from me. And that's that's why you're here, really. If you're at the end of this, you're listening to us talk about ourselves. I went to the Comedy Gala, International Comedy Festival, whatever they call it down here. Plenty of that since you've been in Melbourne, haven't you? Yep. Thanks. My sister got us tickets initially. COVID happened. We eventually redeemed them. And now we, we, we're we going to go every year. We had a great time when we eventually oh, went. So we we will go always. We saw Ruben Kay and Karen from Finance. And uh, Ruben Kay, is, he was the guy that was on the project and then said a bunch of stuff about the Catholic Church and just absolutely giving it to them. And, and absolutely. And what, why not? Because they're rubbish. They're rubbish. <laughs> or giving it to George or giving it to George Powell. I, I'd actually, you know, I won't actually, I don't remember what he said, but I also won't say it here. Cause you know, not the, not the uh, platform for it, but that's, that's the guy. He was great. He um got up there and did actually talk about that experience he had and he's had heaps of death threats since then. And wow. um, like, it's really full on. He was actually talking about some of the messages he got. But the show wasn't that. He was singing and dancing and entertaining and he had a band with him and he walked through the audience. He actually welcomed us all at the front door, all gave us a big hug and welcomed us welcomed us and saying, thanks for coming to the show and now go take your seat. He was actually absolutely like half cut too, having a drink at the time. Oh, and, you know, he was great. Anyway, if you have a chance, um, if you, for some reason, if you're the one person that listens in Melbourne, go see Ruben <laughs> K. Fantastic. Karen, Karen, well, let's, let's be honest. It's you guys. In Absolutely. To us. Not to yeah. listen for. And if you do listen, you're down here. Thank you. So yeah. Much. Hey, look, I probably, we love you. I, you probably know me and I've told you to listen. So That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't diss him, Jake. You're, <laughs> you're losing him. You're losing him. I uh, saw Karen from finance as well. Uh, Karen from finance was on Australian track race and yeah, she put on an awesome show. So that was super fun. She had more of a, uh, a show with a bit of a narrative. Like she was kind of like, she went to prison during it. And, oh yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was like kind of like a one woman show and it not everyone can do the very... same thing. Oh, so like, we're like in the front row. Jack's just like buying tickets. In oh, the front row for wicked. This oh, of course. Why not? And 
And Karen from finance points to me and goes, I need a shoe because she was using her high heel as a shoe earlier. Just right. like, cause it's a bit of, you know, like a bit of acting on stage. Yep. And she had a dress on that she couldn't possibly pick up her shoe. So she pointed to me and I took off my white sneaker and I threw it at her and she used it as a phone. And then at the end of the gig, she threw it back to me. <laughs> Brilliant. Audience so, involvement. Uh, I, yeah, Love I was it. involved. I was very involved. So uh, I had to, had to mention me um, getting amongst it at the Comedy Gala. That as shoe a, as a will be on guest. sale on eBay at the Catch yes. Commentator. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, you'll just have to take my word for it. That is the shoe yeah. in question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that night was really good. We went and had some ramen and we went out to dinner the other night and, you know, leading up for these events. Mate, I've got Easter holidays coming up. Oh, I'm going I'm to come and see you. Yes. And thank you for putting on uh, Easter Chindig. brunch for me. Appreciate it. Chindig. Oh, mate, really we'll appreciate love it. it. We'll love it. Before Distractions finishes and this episode comes to an end, because it's been a slog, uh, Taskmaster Australia is finishing up. It's been really good. You probably haven't watched it enough, Greg, so you need to get on that. <laughs> and the UK series has just started up again, because that's the original and the best. So UK series is back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best part is the theme song, and I like always dance when the theme song starts. And then that gets me really excited uh, to watch it. So I suggest oh, you do the goodness. same and get into Taskmaster. I couldn't spruik it enough. I, I, it's a good show. Done. <laughs> well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right. Now it's time to say see you later. Yo, come back now, you hear? Yeehaw. You come back too, Jake. I need someone to do this show with. <laughs> you know I'll be coming back. Mate, Couchies, we started so well. And, of course, it all goes to a place of silliness. And we love that. That's what yep. we do. That's what we do. That's why we do it. Give you business up top party at the end. Yeah. Just like a mullet. Like a a mullet. The podcast is a mullet. (laughs) Don't call us a mullet. I don't want to be a mullet. (laughs) Okay. Cut that. (laughs) No, fair enough. I mean, mullet's pretty hip down here. Ah, mate. They're all over the place. You don't have to watch rugby league to see 15 mullets running out every friggin' week. Mm, They're very. They've got lots of confidence with their mullets, though. They're like, they're wild. I they're don't wild. know why they like them. They look horrible. Anyway. What does Wayne Bennett say? <laughs> don't be late to training. Don't be late don't to training. Don't, don't have a haircut like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. i got to watch the uh, the Rise of Dolphins or Dawn of Dolphins, whatever it's called. Yep. Love it. Thanks for Couchies, hanging out, Couchies. Thank you so much. Yeah. Make sure you tell your friends and your foes about the couch. Grow the pod, grow the couch, please, please, please. And um, yeah, we've still got Instagram cracking off, Greg. We've got our our posts there to let you know when episodes are up. So check out Instagram, of course. Interact. Why not? Why not rate a rate a, a mention on Instagram to us and and comment we'll and we'll back. comment back. I'll perhaps give you, I'll we'll give come you back. Two. Yeah, Greg's I'll give team. You my two cents. All right, Gouchies. Um, can't wait for next week. Round six, uh, Broncos Raiders. That should be good, Green. Can't wait. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. Thank you, Couchies. Happy Easter. <laughs>